If you're looking for premium deli meats and cheeses, look to Dietz and Watson. Jenna's eating a sandwich right now as we're doing this. Yes, they wanted us to try the product, so I brought my sandwich in today, and it is delicious. I'm having the honey turkey with Swiss cheese. Yum. Very good. I want to tell you guys that we got the Dietz and Watson Italian-style chicken sausage, and Josh used it the other night to make this amazing pasta dish with gnocchi. It is so delicious. I'm so sorry. I'm literally eating right now. I can't (laughs) stop. It's really, really good. Dietz and Watson is on their fourth generation of upholding their philosophy of doing things the right way because that's how they've always done it. That's right. I have to say one more thing. We also got their Fontina cheese, delicious and salami. Oh, is that one good? Yes. This Swiss cheese is so good. (sighs) I love Dietz and Watson, guys. I love them. If you're looking... For premium deli meats and cheeses, look to Dietz and Watson. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at dietzandwatson.com slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and watson.com slash the right way. Love starts with you. You heard me. Show off your personal style with new Pandora jewelry pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Pandora has a huge selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms. There are endless ways to show what's in your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. I'm Jenna Fisher. And I'm Angela Kinsey. We were on The Office together. And we're best friends. And now we're doing the Ultimate Office Rewatch podcast just for you. Each week, we will break down an episode of The Office and give exclusive behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were there can tell you. We're The Office Ladies. Hello! Hi, lady. How are you? I'm very excited. Well, I'm excited. Before we get to it, you're having a super cute hair day. Oh, my gosh, lady. I got my hair cut and I got it colored. And so it's like very fresh. You look saucy and fresh. Thank you. Well, it's good timing, too, because we have a special guest today. We do. You guys. You gave me a compliment. Can I give you a compliment? Yeah. I love your sweater. I said it when you walked in and you said it was. It's like six years old. It's so cute. Because I can't take a compliment. You're like, I like your sweater. And I was like, it's really old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the point is, we look really stinking cute today. And it's a good thing because someone's here. Yeah, we zhuzhed up because we have a guest here today is Will Ferrell, otherwise known as D'Angelo Vickers. We thought we would do a little, I don't know, summary of Will Ferrell, but come on, you guys all know him. He was on Saturday Night Live for so many years. He was amazing. He got an Emmy nomination for being on SNL. You know, he's also been in a gazillion movies. I was in a movie with him, Blades of Glory. He's also been in Elf, Anchorman, Kicking and Screaming, Talladega Nights, Semi-Pro, Step Brothers, and he received Golden Globe nominations for his roles in The Producers and Stranger Than Fiction and for producing Vice. Also, he has done so many voiceovers. If you guys like the Lego movies like my kids, then you know he was Lord Business and he was hilarious. He might be the funniest person on the planet, Jenna. He might be one of the funniest people I've ever met. This is true. Mm-hmm. We got to spend over an hour chatting with him. We talked about his time in the office, but we also just talked about life and all kinds of things. All kinds of things. It was really fun. He's just, oh my gosh, he's everything I remembered him to be when we worked with him. So nice. Mm-hmm. So funny, but just a charming human to be around. Well, before we get to that interview, we do have a little announcement, a little office ladies business. Yeah. We are taking the next two weeks off. That's right. We have our kids' spring break. And I'm doing a movie. Drum roll. Jenna's doing a movie. Yes, I am doing the Mean Girls movie musical for Paramount Plus, written by Tina Fey. I can't wait to see it. It's going to be so great. You said Tim Meadows is back. Yes, Tim Meadows is in it. And, you know, I did Walk Hard with Tim Meadows, Mm -hmm. so I'm so excited. And he was on The Office. We love him. I play Ms. Heron. Mm. I play Katie's mom. 
I have shot one day on the movie so far, but now I have to go back to do the bulk of my work over these next couple of weeks. I mean, just based on the one day I've done so far, I could not be more excited. So sorry, guys, but we have to hit pause on the podcast, but we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks. All right. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with Will Ferrell. Woohoo! So this winter, we went on a little ski trip with another family, and we got an Airbnb, which was so wonderful, right? Because you can make your own breakfast in the morning. We could even go there for lunch to warm up. Listen, I always want a kitchen with kids. Yep. I don't want to call room service for some sliced apples. I want to have my groceries. I need a kitchen. Yes. Well, this is why doing the Airbnb thing was so perfect. Yep. Well, this family we were staying with told us that they listed their house on Airbnb back in California. Oh, that's so smart. I know a lot of people that do this. It's like, oh, we want to go to Disneyland. We can Airbnb our place and then use that money to go. It pays for your trip. Yep. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Your home is your creative canvas. It can be an expression of your unique style, and only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that vision to life. All right, we just got my daughter the cutest cozy swivel chair, and it's like fuzzy, and it sits in the corner of her bedroom, and I love it. Well, Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on big stuff like your fluffy chair, Ange. They'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com, Wayfair, every style, every home. When you travel, do you ever think like, oh, no, I hope I locked up. Did I leave a window open? Things like that. Well, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. Simply Safe was named Best Home Security System in 2024 by the U.S. News and World Report. And Newsweek ranked it Best Customer Service in Home Security. Well, you all have heard me talk about Simply Safe because it really is simple and it does make me feel safe. We went through the website and we picked exactly what we needed for our home. That's what I really like is you can customize what you need to fit your living space. You know, I love our Simply Safe. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/officeladies. That's simplysafe.com/officeladies. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome, Will Ferrell! Yay, Will's here! I love the theme song. Thank you! Wait, you're best friends? Mm-hmm. Yes! <laughs> Did that... Was that pre the show or during the show? During the show. You guys became friends yes. on the show? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Became besties. And maybe one of, if not the greatest takeaway of doing the show in a weird way, right? A hundred percent. hundred percent. That's what Steve yeah. said. Yeah. 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 Do you have a best friend, Will? From the office? Sure. Sure. That I made? Because we're only, that's the only context. <laughs> it's only office specific. In those four yeah. episodes. Who is your have... best friend from those four episodes? You can say Steve. You knew him before. Yeah. I, I guess I'll say Steve. Okay. Yeah. Since I knew him before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. Creed. You and Creed aren't hanging out. I bar- I didn't talk to Creed that much. <laughs> no. I didn't talk to any. I. It was an interesting time. Oh. Oh. This sounds like it's going to be a it hard hitting. It was an hitting. interesting time. Well, anyway. We'll get there. Yeah, I bet we have there. some questions that yeah. crack yeah, yeah, that yeah. open. Yeah. Okay. Best friend in real life. Best friend in real life. Um, you can say their first name only if you don't want to alienate all the other friends. <laughs> I'm going to say the initial J. <laughs> J's been there for you yes. through thick and through thin. Thick and thin. All right. Well, here we go. In preparing for this interview, Jen and I were Googling. We were looking you up on the internet. Okay. I stumbled across something on your Wikipedia page that really cracked me up. I, ca- I have to read it to you. Let's see if it's... Okay. If it... Oh. 
<laughs> if if it holds muster. Right. Okay. They list all the types of acting genres that you are featured in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ready? Here are the genres. Improvisational comedy, mm-hmm. sketch comedy, physical comedy, mm-hmm. character comedy, cringe comedy, political satire, surreal humor, anti-humor, and deadpan. Wow. Does that like <laughs> Those are all the that's things That's the whole spectrum. You can do. In I mean, comedy in a weird way. I mean I love cringe. Cringe comedy. And that I'm I'm in anti-comedy. Yes. I've, I've, sh- I've That's the one I didn't understand. What is anti-humor? I mean, it, is that not drama? I mean, it's a type I guess, of humor. Or is it something that's actually really funny that that person thought was not funny? And described it as anti-comedy. I don't know. I don't this know. One, I couldn't tell things if that they go were over people. I've never were, heard that. Ca- yeah, I couldn't tell if they were praising you I or love throwing that it's shade on at you. On my Wikipedia page, which yes. I obviously don't curate at all, <laughs> but I'm going to now start telling people that's my specialty: anti-comedy, anti-humor. Look on Wikipedia. Some people <laughs> it's think it's there. Yeah, it's yeah. there. Some people think it's, it's a real deadpan. thing. No, no, no. no it's, it's anti humor. Anti humor. This is anti humor. Anti humor. Will, before we get started, I did want to introduce myself to you. Uh, Jenna Fisher. <laughs> right. We yes. uh, did Blades of Glory yes. together. We did The Office. Yes. This is a little inside joke because I told a story on the podcast. I'm sure you don't remember, but early on, in knowing you, every time I would run into you after we did Blades of Glory, I would say, Will, hey, Jenna Fisher, we did Blades of Glory. And at one event, you finally, you took me by the hand. You said, Jenna, I know who you are. I do. You don't need I know you. Introduce me every okay. time. Oh, no, and I was I like, remember. I was like, okay, well, you've worked with so many people. You've done so many oh. things. No. I just thought maybe I would yeah. help you recall me if oh, needed. Right. And it was really a sweet moment. Okay. You're like, you don't ever have to do this. So I told her, <laughs> I told her when you showed up today, I was like, you have, you have to, to introduce yourself. You have to introduce yourself again. Was there something else we worked on too? Or were those the two main things? You know, it's so funny. I felt like there was. I felt like there was too. But in Googling us, I couldn't find it. What yeah, else I have thought, we done? I thought there was something before were Blades. In, were you in Step Brothers? No. Oh. But I was in that movie with Will Arnett and Will Forte, the brother Solomon. Oh, the brother Solomon. I wasn't in that. But you weren't in that. No. I know. I went through my list of things. They weren't looking for anti-humor. No. I guess not. No. So (laughs) So you didn't get the job. The phone didn't ring. (laughs) Not for that one. (laughs) Not for that one. No. Here is a question we ask all of our guests. How did you get your job on The Office? I got my job on The Office... I had called up my peeps, Mm -hmm. my my, my representation. No, I just thrown it out that I knew it was Steve's last year. And I just said, God, I would love to do something in that last season. I was thinking it'd be just a cameo or whatever. Right. It's up for anything. And my agent called me back and said, oh, yeah, they're thrilled. In fact... They want to know, Greg was like, would you actually want to do a whole arc, like four shows? And I thought, yeah, why not? That'd be great. But that's what I was alluding to when I didn't talk to many people on the set, because those last shows were emotionally charged (laughs) and you guys were all having a moment. I'm like, what am I doing here? I shouldn't be here. I, I was always like, oh my God, everyone's cry- Here's another read through. Everyone's going to cry. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I was invited to the party and I wasn't, I, someone realized way after the fact, Will shouldn't be here. And while I had a great time and it was so fun to, you know, be a part of your guys thing, there was a big part of me that was like, I just really felt like an outsider to, to no one's fault, but right. it was like, as you guys know, this end of an era, and <laughs> and it we was were just, all just in our feelings. Oh yeah, and oh. and you should have. And <laughs> so that's that's where I was like, I didn't talk to a lot of people because I didn't feel like you were I, like I'm just going to stay out of the I'm way. I'm just going to stay out of the yeah. way because uh-huh. you guys are all having private moments, and it was almost you know it was like sign my yearbook. 
<laughs> end of year. <laughs> Make sure. So I know. have such a distinct memory. When yeah. we were doing Michael's Last Dundies, yes. my character gets the award for kind of a bitch, and I had to go up there. And while we were doing the scene, they sort of, we had a moment where we took a lighting break or something, yeah. and I was standing next to you, and I just said to you, how's it going? And you said... <laughs> You said, oh, it's great. It's yeah. great. Um, I kind of feel like I'm doing comedy bits at a funeral sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. But I'll yeah. just never forget. I was like, oh, this is going to be so hard. It's going to be so yeah. hard to come in and try to be like the new funny guy. And we're all just like, <laughs> yeah. We had a really fun fan question. This question from Joanna S. Did anyone advise you not to take this role? <laughs> Oh, Joanna, uh, no, <laughs> no one, but I, oh, that makes me laugh. The image of a lot of people calling me going, don't, be careful. Don't hey, do it. Don't hey. do it. Hey. You might want to. Can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> you might want to. Although you might be great at it because there might yeah. be some anti-humor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no one, no one advised me not to take the role, which, you know, Previously to what we were talking about, it was so fun to be there too. To, you know, it was great to watch you guys all work and be a part of that as well. But, um, but it was really surreal. Yeah. From our perspective, you folded into the show so naturally. Oh, good. Like oh, good, so good. easily. Yeah. And you were there that one episode after Steve had left. Yes. Yeah. You stayed for one more. Yeah. And oh my gosh, we were so happy to have you there. Just as a little bit of a bridge. Yeah. 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 And your energy is similar to Steve's. You yeah. guys are both so nice. Right. And just your kindness <laughs> and your humor. We were like, okay, good. But singing the Rent song mm -hmm. in the, you know, in Steve losing it. I was like, if there was a camera on me, it'd be like, oh, he's not acting. Oh, he's. <laughs> that oh, deer in headlights oh. is real. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Right. Of course. Oh, now I get the scene. <laughs> but that was really, that was so sweet and powerful. And yeah. And all we were your, all yeah. crying. We uh, were yes. all looking at you because yeah. you were standing in the front of the room with Steve and we were all looking at you crying. Yeah. I am just now in this moment, yeah. like putting myself in your shoes and imagining what it must have been like for you to stand there and, and Steve then, is crying next yes. to you. We're all crying and, and you're just like, as, hey. D'Angelo Vickers, uh -huh. who has no emotional attachment, then the more more takes we did, then I started, it started getting to me too. Right. And like, you're like, D'Angelo can't cry here. D'Angelo can't cry here. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have anything invested. <laughs> Here's another fan question. Okay. This is from Shell F. Had you watched the show before you came on? Yes, I had watched the show many a time. And yeah, I was a, a fan like everyone else and just loved, you know, all, all the stuff everyone was doing and all the, the writing and the cast and just, as you guys know, kind of a perfect storm of all those things put together, which is why the combination of that and knowing Steve, but all of those things were the reason why I called up. I was like, gosh, would they, would they fit me in? And you guys did. And you got yeah. to go play with one of your best friends. Yeah, exactly. You got to go, yeah. Exactly. And that was so fun to revisiting the episodes. I had totally forgotten that first. <laughs> the first meeting between first Michael meet, and D'Angelo? Yeah, where we're at the bar and calling yes. each other and we mm -hmm. don't realize it. And it was like I was watching them all for the first time. It was just so fun to see how well constructed that was. And just, yeah, so stupid. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 Okay. This is actually a great time for me to share this with you. I saw online a list of fan favorite quotes from D'Angelo. Okay. Here are some really good ones. <laughs> Top of the list. Colorado, the sunshine state. Yes. That baby could be the star of a show called Babies I Don't Care About. <laughs> Everyone I know who skis is dead. I never touch another juggler's instruments. And then, is there an animal shelter on the way, Annie Annie Shelto? You know what's really fun about having done those four shows is the gift that keeps on giving, which is the, you know, Greg and Paul obviously thought of that bit of the juggling without 
my yeah. juggling apparatus. We got more mail about that scene. Oh my gosh. People want to hear everything you have and to so, say about the juggling. But I remember thinking, how how and why did you guys think of it this way? I forget what their reason was, but that was just such a genius weirdo thing mm-hmm. that he still wants to show off his juggling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He had without any boss. juggling. Yeah. Yes. And I have now done that bit on stage no less than 20 times. Really? Because it's like a (laughs) go-to. Because, you know, people will have like a little charity show or this and that where it's like, would you come do a five-minute thing or whatever you want to do? It's like ready-made. It's perfect. So I'll come out and I'll say, just introduce me as so-and-so and and that I'm a juggler Mm -hmm. who's worked for 20 years down at Fisherman's Wharf in, in San Francisco or something. So I come out. I do the whole thing of like, I'm so sorry. I, I left. <laughs> I have a little case. I'll open up. And there'll be nothing there, in there. Oh my gosh. I'm what's like, happened to them? Oh my God, I'm them? so embarrassed. All my juggling balls, I left them in my other case. I don't know what to do. And then coax the audience and like, unless I could just do my act without them and then everyone applauds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I do the whole thing. Do you it, do the balls invisibly on someone's head? Yes. I'll oh pull someone gosh. out of the audience. I love that. And it's... then I'll do that and- I believe that defies they, like physics and yes. gravity. It's not yeah. a possible move. And I whisper to them like, stay as still so as you can. <laughs> <laughs> and people will be take it really seriously and they'll yeah. sit in the chair yeah. and they won't blink. And I'll just throw the balls off their head. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I play the same uh, Evanescence. Evanescence song. I do the whole thing. Anyway. That is amazing. It's the gift that keeps on giving. One oh of my, my favorite part of it is at the end. When you, it lands on the back of your <laughs> Yes, neck. yes. You're going to catch it there. Mm-hmm. And Kev, Kevin's like, didn't drop a single ball. <laughs> right. Uh, so that that was a highlight for sure Yeah. for me. But also to just have to force you guys to watch it all <laughs> for how many takes that I, I don't I, know. I saw myself breaking in so many takes <laughs> so with many you. Ta- so oh, many yeah. I would see. And, and also not just me, but you would see shoulders. Like shoulders <laughs> are the dead giveaway. <laughs> And we were cracking up. And then I just wanted to know, and we had people write in, have you ever juggled? Do you know anything about juggling? No. no. I still can't juggle to this day. You can't? Day. You're it, such a good fake juggler. Yeah. It didn't give me, well, it didn't like spur me on to like, maybe I should really try juggling like, and just pretend like I'm yeah. faking it pretty well. I still can't do it. <laughs> I still haven't tried. I still can't do it. Oh, you know what? We have talked about this. Your character has such a great way that he introduces himself to everyone in the bullpen. And we really wanted you to hear it. And then Jenna's going to share with you a second part that didn't make it in that we found in the shooting draft. Okay. Presenting D'Angelo Vickers. Hi. Hello. Come on out. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm well, sir. How are you? Uh, can I just say I am I am so excited to be working here. A little bit about myself. I love the American Southwest, for starters. You may call them Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah. I call them heaven. I have a peanut allergy, something I live with. It's a part of me. I've learned to cope with it. What else? I'm, I'm just as comfortable at a ball game as I am at the opera. <laughs> And there was this line where you would have said, I've never ridden a motorcycle. I've had chances. It just doesn't interest me. <laughs> and I love the idea that in introducing yourself to someone, you include something that yeah. does not interest you. Like, here's some stuff about me. Yeah. A little get to know you. Mm-hmm. But one thing you need to know, motorcycles do not interest, interest me. me. Yeah. And so we were wondering if you had to introduce yourself in the D'Angelo Vicker style, what might you... What might you include as your non-interests? Angela's is like oh. hardcore exercise. Oh, yeah. Like if I met a group of people I'd never met before, yeah. I might say, hi, my name is Angela. I grew up overseas. Um, I like hummingbirds. I am not interested in anyone yelling at me when I exercise. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say, hi, I'm Will. Mm-hmm. I'm from Orange County. I do enjoy vigorous exercise, but I have no interest in skydiving. Mm. Don't talk to me about skydiving. Did you? No. Do it? No. I've oh. never done it. No. No, no I don't want yeah. to I don't yeah. want to do it. No, I don't. No. Yeah. 
No. So if you were offered a film right. or a project right. that, that involved a skydiving av- moment, you would say hard pass. That's going to be a stunt person. That, that's going to definitely be a stunt person. You're going to need to find someone that looks just like me yeah. and have them fall from the sky because I'm not doing it. Because even if I really got talked into it, because I don't know if you, have you guys had things where you're like, at first you were like, no yes. way, hard pass. And then mm-hmm. it's really safe. We'll do it this way. Yeah. And, da, 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 and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can't. I don't know if I could look Vivica in the eye and be like, I'm just, honey, I'm going to do this skydiving thing. It's going to be totally cool. <laughs> Your wife would be, be like, yeah, no. yeah. She's going to be like, really? Is it that essential? And like, you're right. Yeah. They can yeah. get someone else. Yeah. But you have done a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of things that later I was like, why did I? Yeah. Yeah. Like I did a, I did a, um, I was out in the wilderness with Bear Grylls on the Bear Grylls show and I was hanging from a helicopter. I saw twice. that. Twice. I saw that. And later I was like, I thought, I didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. But I got wrapped up in trying to get Bear Grylls to like me. Wow. <laughs> I <laughs> I just watched the movie Downhill because yes. I have recently become sort of a skiing fanatic. I okay. just started skiing in my life during the pandemic. And I'm slightly upset. Really... I'm leaving today yep. after this interview yep. to go to Utah to ski. This is Amazing. just so wild so to me. So this is, you're taking it on right now in life. This yes. is your life. Wow. I learned how to ski, put skis on my legs for and the first time when yeah. I was 46. And I'm turning 49 this because year. Because most people learn at an early age. Yes. I grew up in Missouri. No skiing there. Not even one, like not even like a little well, bunny I, hill? You know what? I should say there is a place where you can ski, but I mean- Come on. Right. Come on. <laughs> it's let's, not, let's be honest. It's not really yeah. Yeah. No. skiing. Yeah. I watched downhill. Right. Are you skiing? Is that you? I'm skiing. Yeah. You're so good. I'm not skiing the th- where I fall and do the fall. Right. There's right? a fall part, right? Yeah. Tumbling Are we fall. cutting to you at the end when you're already on the ground? We're cu- after I hit my head. Yes. On yes. Thing. On the oh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That was me acting after I hit my head. Yes. Oh. It was very good. I'm going to add that to your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> your Wikipedia injury comedy. Injury, yeah, injury comedy. Injury comedy. <laughs> Which is, again, under the category of anti-humor. It is. Mm-hmm. I think right? that falls. Yeah. Uh, but no, all that other skiing. Is you. That's me. But Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she's an excellent skier. She was very good in the film as well. She can do the moguls and everything. I can't quite do the moguls. No. Okay. So that the movie you're referring to, we shot in Austria, and that's a whole another kind of, how do you describe it? Let's just say the Austrians are not af- afraid to cut in line oh. or, oh. or uh-huh. whoosh right in front of you. Like right. you really have to be- Aggressive. It's a different th- it's, cultural agreement. Skiing is their natural, national sport. Yeah. And so everyone skis. And there were times when you're- because there's a certain etiquette in waiting in the lift line where, mm-hmm. you know, we give ourselves yeah. a little space, space. in between. Mm-hmm. There would be some guy would have his ski jammed in between my legs, <laughs> oh my pressed up against my back. And I would look back like, hey, to give the nonverbal like, mm-hmm. hello. And he, he, this person just looks straight ahead mm-hmm. and then keep scooting, <laughs> like pressing against my shoulder blade. And... Uh, I thought, oh, this is just the way they do it. That that was weird. And the other thing was you'd get to the top of a beautiful mountain riding the gondola mm-hmm. and and then there's just cigarette butts. Everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, it was so bizarre. Wow. Just this you just look out and just this beautiful landscape and then littered with cigarette butts. So, so I would ski do, Austria. So ski Austria. <laughs> so I would do Are do you, you, do you guys it? know? I'm so uh, sorry. sorry. I feel this is are, is this like a paid commercial for Ski Austria? This, because yes. were you here today? To is that why you're here? Will? I just have to mention. Did you a bait me into talking about skiing? If you fly into hashtag hashtag, <laughs> stay at the hotel. There was one Use of the towns, code. the town that the, the, <laughs> use code Will forty yeah. for forty percent off. Your what first happens night in Ishkel stays in Ishkel. <laughs> Hashtag cigarette butts. Hashtag cigarette butts. 
<laughs> I don't even know where we are. I don't are. know where we are either. I don't either. I yeah. love it. I have something. I read that when you were in college, you worked at a small town television station. Yes. This was just local cable. Oh. Around and about Orange County News. Oh, I love that. Seen by no one. Was this before you had decided to go into acting? Like, was this like, this maybe post- I'll do this? Well, I was, I had my degree in sports information. Mm-hmm. Oh. Real major. <laughs> you know what? That's what like, do you learn? That's like the class I took called Ideas of Mathematics. <laughs> it was like me and the defensive line of a football team. Oh, right, right, right. We just talked about ideas of math. Yeah, just, just ideas. ideas. Uh-huh. General notions. Um, that was basically sports journalism degree. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's kind of where I thought I was going to, that was a more legit way to mm-hmm. get into entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I had my degree, but I was, I didn't really have a job. It's not like I got hired out of college. I moved back home and I started working at this mm-hmm. local cable thing. And so I did that for like a year and a half and and I'd heard like people had gotten hired out of there and had, you know, cause the whole thing is to put together a tape that you send out. And so while I was doing that though, I thought, I remember there was a, they had really good press credentials to like go to, they needed someone to go to the LA Rams And you had press game, credentials and you, so you had, could like get on the field and stuff? You could get on the field and oh, like cool. interview the coach and all the stuff like that. They were like, so we need someone to go do this and everyone's hand shot up. And my first thought was like, what day is that? Hmm. <laughs> do I really? Oh, I got something on Sunday. Yeah. Maybe I don't really want to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I, it wasn't like, oh gosh, I need that for my tape, which is w- what you have to have. Yes. Right. Mine was more like, who can I, I got to bring a friend to operate the camera. And, oh, it's going to be a pain. And I thought, oh, I can't wear shorts. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought that's not a good sign. That kind of coincided with, I just started thinking, oh, I'm going to have to try to go for this comedy thing because I keep thinking about- Doing bits. wanting Doing bits and wanting yeah. to do it. And I would go and I would sit at the improv in Irvine and sit in the back of the room at an open mic night and almost sign my name to the list, but be too afraid and, and go- consecutive weeks and just watch three hours of comedy mm-hmm. and sit there and think, well, that person, oh, they're terrible. Yeah. I'm much better than them. <laughs> they and, should have set it up like this. Yeah. Yeah. And, or, ooh, they're really good. Uh, and I would just like kind of see what, and so I was kind of doing that. I started taking my first class at the Groundlings. I was taking some acting class. So I was I was kind of doing all that while I was working at the news station. Mm-hmm. And then the comedy. You found won your out. passion. Yeah. 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 And it was it was that I didn't really want to be a new I wanted to be Chevy Chase doing the news. I yes. didn't want to actually be doing the news. Right. Is what kind of came through. I once did a news story. I did a story on uh there was a team of goats that the city of Laguna Beach would hire to clear all the brush uh-huh. as a way of fire mitigation. Right, right. So I did a story on that. It was not a great piece of journalism at all. <laughs> Super dry. Like, I wish I had copies there's of these stories. There's about 15 goats here today. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm in front of the Laguna Beach. You know, it, yeah. it's like super stiff and this and that. But I noticed when I filmed some of the goats, some of the footage, they looked like they were singing. So I did the story, as much of it as there was to tell a story. And then I just added opera music to these goats. <laughs> See, the, the, it blew the guy who ran the station, who was our editor and also the teacher of the class. was like, that's the way you do a story. You added a little pizzazz. It was hilarious. And I was like, wasn't that hard. I just she added, made that yeah, goat story oh, really yeah, pop. Yeah. And uh, I, was like, I thought, oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's I'm more interested in messing around i could never do anything in front of a group of people without doing a bit okay and you know you can't do bits with strangers for the most part they don't land but like i was in charge of basically like the minutes in my sorority Mm -hmm. and i would get up my fraternity was a big stage for me yes yeah 
So I had to get up and sort of say yeah. how the, you know, the pledge dance went and what yeah. everyone ate. And I just started doing all these bits. Yeah. And it was like crickets. There were like three gals that laughed. And then, oh. then I also offended a few people because <laughs> I guess they, I did a bit about the chicken uh, dish and I, I, it was a big deal. I guess there was a committee that voted on this chicken dish and they were really pissed off at me. <laughs> and I, But I just couldn't wait to get up there again the next week and give minutes. But did you slowly <laughs> win them over in a way? Some, not <laughs> all. Like the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, but I couldn't wait to get, I was like, oh, I, what am I, I can't get up there. It was your yeah. first open mic. I did the same thing. I was our song chairman. Mm -hmm. And so during the chapter meet, there, there's no, there was no reason for the song chairman to yeah. ever speak. <laughs> but I you made, were like, once I again, made, we need to hear from the song chairman. I made the song chairman's report. Mm-hmm. And I had Monday night class, so I couldn't be there. So I tape recorded a report and it became this thing. And they would play it? They would play it and everyone would be like, shh, everyone be quiet. And so it, <laughs> they would play the song chairman's report and I would just, I'd make fun of people yes. in the house. I would do this, I would do mm -hmm. that and it became a huge hit. I don't think I became a hit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you consider Saturday Night Live like your quote unquote big break? Or was there something before that that really felt like your big break? Yeah, no question. That was definitely, I mean, there was, there was one week when I was still, before I auditioned for Saturday Night Live, there was a week here in LA where I got three jobs in one week. Mm. Now oh, they yeah. were all like five and on, they were like one line each. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but still, that but feels still, huge. Yeah. I landed yeah. three different, on three different sitcoms. That almost was like, I still think of that, mm -hmm. you know, and it like got, it was then just AFTRA, uh, yeah. got my AFTRA card from, you know. You're official, and, you're in yeah. the union. And uh, so I remember, so that was huge. Mm -hmm. And then of course, yeah, the Saturday Night Live thing was how bon long, bonkers. How long had you been a struggling actor or an aspiring actor before you landed on Saturday Night Live? Let's see, I, I would have graduated college in 90 and I got on the show in uh i was hired the summer of 95 so about so five like, years yeah yeah knocking around yeah just got your after card just got yeah. yeah 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 that's pretty cool doing uh yeah doing whatever like we all were yeah. just kind of like finding any sort of like variety show in la did you have any odd jobs while you were a struggling actor i answered phones did you really? i answered phones at a real estate auction company what is what? that? And then I and then I answered phones at a art auction company, which my friend, now wife Vivica, got me the job. So I was the, I was our uh, appraisal coordinator <laughs> at Butterfield you and Butterfield. You appraised art? No, no. I typed up the appraisal. You typed Don't it worry. up. Yeah. Coordinator. Coordinator. I, was the, I coordinated. Right. <laughs> the appraisal. Yes. Yes. Let's, okay. Yeah. No, I got hired at SNL and still worked at the auction company for another month. Oh, uh-huh. They didn't, they weren't going to pay you till the first week of the show. <laughs> you and I had bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> but there were other coworkers. I'd be in my cubicle and they're like, hey, didn't you get on Saturday Night Live? I'm like, yep, I sure did. <laughs> Wait, I got to coordinate but I gotta, appraisal. I got to get through this sack of appraisals before I leave. <laughs> We got a fan question from Natalie D. Okay. All right. Natalie wanted to know, how did you keep a straight face without laughing, especially in the scene with Ed Helms where you make him eat soap? And Jess Renee asked, if you ever break in scenes. Well, that was going to be my answer to Natalie. I have a superpower of not, I'm really good at not breaking. This is what we remember okay. about yeah. you. This is what we remember about you. And also... My daughter loves bloopers, so we end yeah. up finding bloopers, and we watch right. these bloopers of um, Talladega Nights, right. and everyone is losing it, and you are like a statue. Right. No, I never... It, it would only happen like twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> like Saturday Night Live or something. And a lot of times, though, the t there are times when I can tell I'm breaking, but no one else can tell. Right, right. So I hide it really well. I could tell 
not that you were breaking, but yeah. that you were genuinely surprised when Ed yeah. put the soap in his mouth because that wasn't scripted. Yeah. And it was real soap. And I think you just <laughs> improvised for him to try the, the soap. Yeah. And then when he did, you can see your face. You're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it felt like you were doing just like a prank on him, like yeah. do this thing. Like there were yeah. all these scripted things, absurd things you were going to ask him to do. And you're yeah. like, how about eat the soap? And, then and it felt like it. a personal challenge. And Ed took you Ed up on it. And did. the look in your eyes is a little bit like, whoa, well, <laughs> okay. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> One question before we take a break. Do you remember the stunt gone wrong in the warehouse? We were talking about sure. when stunts can go wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. We got to talk to Greg about it. We got to talk to Randy Cordray, who was our production manager at the time. They all just want to say sorry again mm-hmm. for basically just catapulting you catapulting you into a oh, basketball wait, hoop. No, I don't remember it going. You're thinking Did of something else? Oh, no. I just thought you meant the... Like story-wise. story-wise. You don't remember when we actually almost like... No. Gave you a real concussion? They had the pulley and they... Did it it go... They are going to be so relieved that you don't remember this. Oh my gosh. They have carried this around for years. It has haunted us, Will. I was just watching it because I remembered when when I revisited the episode going, oh, that's right. We do the thing. I go for the basketball dunk and it falls on me, but it's all Mm -hmm. off camera, da, da, da. But no, I don't. Oh, did something go awry? Yes, I don't remember. So so what what happened? Greg said as they designed this pulley thing, and Greg said just as he looked at it, he thought the physics were off on it, and they put you in it. And the first take, they were as you jumped, these guys were going to pull this thing, and then you were going to go up a little bit. And the first time, they didn't quite get you there. Yeah, and they were like, okay, we'll do it again. You guys, we got to pull harder. So the second time you went to do the jump and they yanked it and you went flying into the backboard. And I guess you got like a big cut on your knee. No. Yes. And we were all just like mortified. We were mortified. How do I not have a memory of this? I don't. You probably blocked it out because of the trauma. And then and then they were like, you don't have to do it again. Don't even worry about it. And you're like, no, no, no. I got one more. Like, let's do one more. And then they got that I, one. That was it. The only thing I do remember about that sequence is editorially, I said the funniest, strongest, kind of darkest thing is that D'Angelo is dead. I do remember you and pitching that. I was like, that. that's the funniest thing. That's yeah, like that the we, funniest way. We kill you. Yes. But then yeah. they're like, okay, just for safety, let's just shoot this thing. And the I was tag. like, oh, this is going in. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm walking through the office with my head bandaged. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I laughed through all your right. takes. You see me laughing. <laughs> Fans just pointed it out. They're like, Angela, you're oh, not I even. Did, you I did, I did yeah. see you on yeah. that one. You know why? Because, okay, here's the thing. First of all, whatever, you're the funniest person on the planet. There's that. No. But no, no. No. But then on top of it, you give someone who is so flippin' funny the gibberish words and then you never did them the same so every time I would get used to you being like face face fair then the next time I'd be like hada, hada. You know, I was like I can't I can't uh, but that was the only thing I do really remember so that's crazy I don't remember cutting my leg open but I do remember going Ugh, I wish they, they would have killed, killed me, me off that'd be so funny yeah like whatever happened to D'Angelo there, there was a um, in the shooting draft. There was. <laughs> I guess it was too. It was too dark. Too dark for the guys. Because we have the shooting drafts. There yeah. was a scene where um, the ambulance is taking you away. Right. And Daryl says to Andy, "Is is he going to be okay?" And Andy goes, "I don't." They said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's so funny. It's so funny. Yes. That would have been so they good. They said no. No. Boy, it's probably- how did I not remember getting slammed into the backboard? I don't know. Wow. They are going to be so relieved. I mean, I'm oh, going to no. call I'm gonna, them this I'm afternoon. Gonna, I know. I'm like, like, guys, text Will has no memory. They're going to be like, what's his problem? We we asked Greg about it. <laughs> Did he and not? <laughs> we asked Greg about it. And the first thing he said was, oh, I still think about that constantly. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, please tell him I until this moment. And even now, I'm not picturing it happening. Wow. Oh, we. I'm texting Greg. Yeah. Okay, well, let's yeah. take a break. Okay. And when we come back, we have a regular guy quiz for you. Oh. Yeah, we just ask you questions that a regular guy yeah. would answer. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if you're a regular guy.
Well, folks, you know I have a lot of family in Texas, and I just want you to know, if you travel to Texas, there are vast landscapes, cultures, regions, destinations, activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. You can have fun in the sun. Texas has 350 miles of coastline. That's right. Or if you like more of a rugged vacation, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, state parks, and the food. Can we talk about the food? Tex-Mex. And barbecue. There's live music, art museums, cowboy experiences. Come on. Right now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-the-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. So you go in there and you click your interests and it'll say, here's where you want to go in Texas. Mm -hmm. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters, yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. I'm loving Hungry Root. Oh my gosh, yes, Jenna, we're loving Hungry Root too. They've got fresh produce, high quality meat and seafood, snacks, smoothies, sweets, ready to eat meals, kids snacks and meals, and vitamins and supplements. Well, I took the quiz over on Hungry Root and oh my gosh, they nailed it. One of the things that I really wanted was I wanted a salmon dish that was quick and easy. I said I wanted to cook food in less than 12 minutes. I was very ambitious. This was one of the choices. And they sent me a miso salmon that, oh my goodness, it blew my mind. And it was easy. It was maybe five ingredients. So tasty, so fresh. I loved it. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Office Ladies listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Office Ladies to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash Office Ladies. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. All right, Will, we're back from our break. We're going to give you the regular guy questions. These are real, like, hard-hitting stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you're so, ready, this is the part where... It'll prove if I'm a regular guy. Yeah. I can feel high. it. Okay. <laughs> Question number one. Everyone's really crowded around the windows of the studio. We got a few succulents looking in. What do you eat for breakfast? I usually eat... Um, I love this Ezekiel's brand cereal. Mm-hmm. Is it it's like a muesli sort of thing? It's kind of like a more of like a grape nuts you think. Okay. Is that every morning? Are you the same breakfast every day? Some, not necessarily. Oh, you mix it up. I mix it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Where's your protein in the morning? The, it's in the cereal. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just checking. Yeah. All right. Number two, what is one of your favorite places you visited in the United States? One of, well, uh, oh, really? Yeah. Um, I love New York City. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Who doesn't? It's a great place. I love it. City I that never sleeps. I want to retire there. Mm-hmm. there. It's always surprising to me how you rediscover that city every time you visit. That is true. There, You're speaking to my soul. Right? Yeah. There's yes. just so many nooks and crannies and a new place here and, a yes. and this yeah. museum. And, and it blows my mind. I love it. It blows my mind. But I also just went to Portland Portland, it's a little hidden gem. Maybe not so hidden now, but Portland's great. Yeah. Have you been? No. I love Portland. I love the Oregon coast. Great restaurants, little coffee places, like cool bike paths and walking mm-hmm. trails and so green. A big enough of a city feel to it mm-hmm. if you need that, but mm-hmm. then really great neighborhoods. In general, are you more city or more like rural kind of um like, do you like a kind of like hiking, kind of outdoorsy thing, or really do you like city? Do any of it because I can kind of adjust wherever I am. But my wife's definitely more city, mm. and I love cities too. So I'll go city. Okay. 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 Uh, what was the make and model of your first car? It was a 1969 powder blue VW Bug. Oh. Do you wish you still had it? It's kind of amazing. I had a COVID midlife purchase where I bought a 61 VW bus with the 23 windows around yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like surf green blue with white trim. It was like oh my gosh. beautiful. But I just sold it again because it made me too nervous to drive it because it was in like mint condition. Right. It was too <laughs> special. I, it was too special. 
Yeah. But then I, I'd feel guilty about not driving it. Right. And then I felt guilty about when I drove it because I didn't want to get dinged and I just couldn't handle. It was a stressful purchase. Exactly. And I don't yeah. think I'll ever be like a car guy that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. So regular guy. Pretty regular. Regular yeah. guy. Um, okay. This one hits close to home with me. How many emails are your inbox? Do you keep a tidy box or do you let them pile up? Very tidy. Okay. Very tidy. I answer stuff. I cleared the decks right away. How many do I have? 1,700. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you read that Angela has 1,700 emails? Does it, that? It would, I can't handle it. It, would, it bothers I me. I can't handle it. I don't either. like it when she shows it to me. <laughs> it gives me heart palpitations. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You got, oh, listen, I'm chipping away at it. Yeah. Next one. If you are in charge of cooking dinner, what is your go-to dish? I can't even say. What? Come Do you on. Not, you I don't, don't ever cook dinner. Oh. Who cooks? Viv does. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. You're yeah. lucky. You yeah. have a person who does the dinner. My husband always cooks. Really? Yeah, I don't cook. I need to. I need to. I need to get a dish. We need a go-to I dish. Know. You should I don't take a cooking one. class together. Get a go-to dish. You should get a go-to. Oh, called, my God. There should be a cooking school called Go-to, go-to dish. dish. Yeah. Because you go to learn, but you also go to dish. Dish. Hey, hey, hey. Like, did you hear about did this? You hear? Oh, my yeah, God. And I that's know. too much Parmesan. I told oh, her, sorry. no way. I got wrapped up mm-hmm. in the dish. Now I have to focus back on this That's dish. actually pretty great. <laughs> go-to dish. What's your go-to board game? Do you have a family board game? The go-to game right now is Celebrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, love it. So the kids, we started doing it on ski trips, and mm-hmm. they, they go crazy. They love trying to trip us up with, you know, YouTubers and people mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're trying it. to act out, yeah, we're pop culture people that we don't know anymore. Yeah. And it cracks them up. <laughs> but then we get them back with- The oldies. Martin Van Buren. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were playing with my family and I was trying, I had Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And my sister Janet was like, I don't know who that is. I was like- <laughs> Well, yes, you do. do. <laughs> no, don't know. I'm like, oh my uh, god. Yeah. Okay. How early do you get to the airport before a flight? I am. I'm like, I'm pretty much a rule follower. I, I like the two hour mm-hmm. thing. But here's my rule, though. If I'm late, what? I don't run. No I don't run. run. I don't. I don't run to catch that flight. What? So what happens? Do you? If you I walk miss slowly. It, miss, I almost. Mm-hmm. To punish. What? <laughs> what is Because it role? won't be, I'm not the reason we're late. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, so I'm not going to have to. But I'll slow walk it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. If everyone wants to be this late, we're going to miss our flight. Mm-hmm. There's consequences. There's consequences. Mm-hmm. Right. Get your act together. Yeah. Let's be ready. That'll teach them. Plan better. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't want to I want to punish, yeah. but I do. <laughs> it's a teaching moment. All right. Well, Cynthia R. asked, what was your favorite sitcom or cartoon as a kid? Oh, I had so many. I mean, I lived I lived in the world of sitcoms, you know. Yeah. I just like, oh, wouldn't it be great to be on the castle? Wouldn't it be great to live on the love boat? Yes. Right? Or Fantasy Island. Fantasy, Fantasy Island. Island. I mean, please. That ABC, they had a little run there yeah. mm-hmm. between Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, oh, Tuesday yeah. nights. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. How cool to just be able to hit a jukebox and the yeah. music. Like, what a fun character How bit. cool to have your office in the men's bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> All right. Our last regular guy question for you, Will, is do you have a hobby? I get asked this. Do you really? I never have an answer. I don't collect stamps or baseball cards or anything like that. What is... If I did have a hobby. Big finish here. Big finish. I don't know if I, if I have a habitual thing. Right. Yeah. That's. Mine is, I was thinking about this. I'm like, what's my hobby? Really? Like, I love to go for a walk every day. And right. I love, um, I have a lot of hummingbird feeders. Okay. Because I live the sexy life. Yeah. No kidding. So. I do genuinely love driving my kids to school. But that's not a hobby. That's so cute. This is not a hobby because I don't do it consistently enough, mm-hmm. but we have a chicken coop. So we have chickens. Oh. And I love, it's there's a real serenity to going out there and cleaning the chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Kind of talk to the chickens a little bit. There's yeah. a little uh, compost section to it. I kind of 
make sure yes. they're fresh, you know. But I, it's not like I do that every two days. Right. Right. I'll take it. Uh, I okay, that's it. my hobby. I, it doesn't I have cleaning. to be often. It's just yeah. a thing that brings you joy. Yeah. Ter- sorry. What are you, I, what I, are I you for? I feel like this was... <laughs> what you- no one's... Everyone's going to remember how bad the podcast ended. Stop it. <laughs> I have a good ending. I, there's going to be, you're going to get so many letters. No, like, no. Dud I, by City. The way, no. Steve by said, the way, Farrell, Dud City. Steve, Steve was like. Dud City, hashtag Dud City USA. When we, when we did Steve's regular guy questions, yeah. all we did was make Steve feel like he was the most boring Boy, person He was like, earth. oh my God. He was God. like, I am, why did Nancy marry me? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm hearing myself back and, and I've never so felt boring. worse about myself. <laughs> this is why we asked to take uh, the picture at the top. Because uh, we, we like to leave people in a in a, like you a knew shame spiral. It was prophetic. <laughs> we might need to change the name from regular guy quiz to just, just like wanna feel <laughs> shitty. <laughs> <laughs> want to really feel <laughs> now I gotta get a hobby oh. so I can literally a- answer this question. this question we want to thank you so much for coming today Will and I wanted to end with this such this sweet note from a fan from right. Maxie B Maxie said this my mom and I adore watching Will Ferrell movies together and cracking up my mom just turned 70 in January and we began talking about the thing that all kids dread talking about with their parents the funeral arrangements. She wants cremation and a big party to celebrate her life, which I love, but she had the cutest request that she knows won't be able to happen. <laughs> she asked me to please hire Will Ferrell to sing her favorite song, Dust in the Wind, oh at God. her party. Oh my I just think that is the sweetest thing, and I would love for Will to know how much he means to us and our family. He has kept us going through hard times. All my love, oh. Maxie B. Wow. That Max, is, isn't that so sweet? So great. I just think that's like, yeah. you bring so much comfort to people with oh, what you do, you. with your comedy, and just with who you are. You brought so much comfort to us on the office oh. when you came in during that transition time. Right. So, I mean, that's why we do it. That's why, I mean, that's but what being it, an artist that, is. That's couldn't be nicer. Nicer and what yeah. a fun sense of humor her mom has. Yeah, she wants to be no cremated kidding. and wants you to sing Dust yeah. in the Wind. <laughs> I love this woman. <laughs> right? You know? I know. I know. Well, I'm we just speechless. we adore you. We really do. We I'm just always guys. so happy when I see you and when we run into you, you're just one of the good guys. Oh, you're thanks. one of the good ones. Thanks, you guys. Thank I don't you. Know. Thank you. I I'm gonna just gonna drive in my car now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you just know what? let all of this praise wash over me own it okay that was so much fun so fun okay before we leave for our two-week break you guys you know how much i love birthdays you know how much i love celebrating them well we have had a wonky few weeks with scheduling we've had a lot going on and we were not able to celebrate jenna's birthday when it was her birthday week but you know what it is never too late for birthday week i am Honestly, I am surprised. This is so nice. Angela, you know, I spent my birthday by myself in New York City because I was shooting Mean Girls. I know. And it was a little tough. I'll say my family was wonderful. Lee hid birthday presents in my suitcase for me to open. And we celebrated a little before I left, a little bit after I got home. But we have not been able to celebrate here here on the pod. So, ladies, sit back. I got oh some stuff coming your way. Oh, my gosh. Cody and Sam, I'm opening up the shower screen door thing. Cassie, I'm sad you're not here today, but we'll save some for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had this all hidden in the corner of the room. I had no idea this was here. Okay. So, first of all, this is a gift that the minute you open it, <laughs> it's something you said you wanted. Okay. Okay. Something I said I wanted. Oh my gosh! I really did want this. This is the lighted magnification mirror so I can tweeze my eyebrows. And it magnifies three times the magnitude of whatever. (laughs) My 49-year-old eyes. Thank you so much. Wait, I have to take your picture with it. Okay. And next, lady, I went to one of my favorite bakeries and I got you gluten-free brownies with sprinkles. Ooh! gluten-free dessert oh i love it okay i hope they didn't get tossed around in the car oh they're perfect Yay. thank you lady Happy birthday thank you 
Bye, you guys. Bye. See you in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Office Ladies. Office Ladies is produced by Earwolf, Jenna Fisher, and Angela Kinsey. Our show is executive produced by Cody Fisher. Our producer is Cassie Jerkins. Our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. And our associate producer is Ainsley Bubico. Our theme song is Rubber Tree by Creed Bratton. For ad-free versions of Office Ladies, go to stitcherpremium.com. For a free one-month trial of Stitcher Premium, use code OFFICE. At Delta, we know Mike NHC prefers reality TV to reality. So we provide more than 1,000 hours of in-flight entertainment. On the next flight, 8C is Mandy, a foodie. So we offer all types of food options. Because at Delta, everyone flies their own way. Delta, keep climbing. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispy from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.